We're going to jump into the Word of God uh, right now in this moment, and uh, we are uh, finishing, concluding our uh, message series uh, on for, on for, called Forefront. And uh, so Forefront, and, and this month, this message series is, uh, has been all about uh, going back to the basics, right? Going back to things that matter most in our lives, uh, the things that matter most, and, and then and, and making them uh, first in our lives, right? I believe that over, over this month, the things that we've covered and, and, and chatted about, uh, I believe that when we put them first in our lives, um, that we're actually positioning our lives to see God move in us and through us. And I want to start just with a statement that um, uh, one of my uh, good mates, he's a pastor as well, and, and one thing that he said, which I, I love, and he says this, I've got it behind me. He says this, he said, if we live life intentional, uh, if we live life accidentally, there is no guarantee where we may end up. And if we live, in, live life intentionally, according to God's will and plan, we can be confident to see growth in our lives. Right, so this month is all about uh, being intentional, right? This month is all about uh, uh, making things first in our life, being intentional, going, hey, how am I doing with these things? How am I going with these things? There's no better time to do it than at the start of the year, right? Because everyone wants a better year. Everyone wants to grow more this year, right? No one in the history of humanity has ever gone, I hope this year is worse than last year, right? Even if people had an amazing year, everyone's like, man, I'm expecting more. I want this year to be better. It can be better. And, and so to see growth in your life and to see this year uh, be better than what it was and, that, and, and what it's ever been, uh, I believe you have to be intentional with it, right? You're not going to accidentally have an amazing year, right? Uh, there's too much risk in that. It's, it's, it's too unknown. But when we intentionally choose to place things first in our lives, to, 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 uh, to, to grow in our prayer life, to spend time in the Word of God, to, to God, I'm going to choose faith in you over, over fear and make it a, a decision, an intentional decision that when I face seasons, I'm going to choose faith over fear. Uh, I believe being intentional, you can see an amazing year, right? Uh, when, we're, when we're intentional according to God's will and plan, right? And we believe that these things we've spoken about uh, is the will of God. God wants us. God, God desires us to, to, to be with Him in prayer. He desires us to, to spend time in the Word. He desires us to choose faith over fear. And so this morning, as I finish this off, uh, finish this, this uh, series off, um, uh, the message is based off the scripture in Matthew 22, 36 to 39. And uh, we'll read it out and then we'll jump into this and dive into this. And so it says this, it says, One of them, an expert in the law, tested him, which is Jesus, uh, with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had to buy a mower. And... Uh, last mower broke and I was using the father-in-law's mower and, it, and you know, the weather recently, it, you, you know, you're all here, uh, it like rains, rains, rains and there's like one day of sun and like everyone in Innisfail mows, right? I'm like, the, you know, Innisfail shuts down because everyone's at home taking sick days mowing, right? And, uh, and so it kind of got awkward because I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, like, uh, you using your mower? And he's like, yes, I'm using my mower. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, you use it. Like, just, I need to mow my lawn too. And, and so, you know, when, when I wanted it, he was using it, and then I was using it, and he wanted it, and it got really awkward. So we bought a mower, right? And I just a push mower. And uh, what I didn't realize is that, it, it, you know, I, I, you, don't, you don't buy mowers, you know, every day. So I bought this mower, 
and but I didn't realize you you had to like assemble it to a certain extent, right? Like the motor was there, but you know, but the the thing that you push it with, and there was a couple of other things you have to screw in it. And uh, if I hadn't known that, I would have rather used scissors, right? I hate assembling stuff, uh, flat packs. That's not my thing, right? That's not a strength. That is a weakness, and uh, it stresses me out, and uh, uh, I don't like it. So this mower, I'm trying to put it together. I'm getting frustrated. I'm about to throw it in the bin. I've had enough. So I call on the big guns, right? I'm like, Grace, where's my wife? Right, I'm like, it's time, right? It's like, I've had my, now it's you, yeah, you need to step up. And so, uh, so uh, long story short, Grace puts it together. I don't know how she does it, right? But uh, she puts it together. Uh, I'm like, thank you, thank you, Jesus. That, uh, you know, this was a match made in heaven, right? Strengths and weaknesses, we work together, we make a great team. Uh, so I put fuel in it, ready to go. I know it's gonna rain tomorrow. Uh, and so ready to, to mow the lawn and uh, uh, realize that there's no oil in the mower, right? And uh, I didn't start it, all right, don't, don't doubt me that much. I checked the oil before I started it. Uh, there's no oil. So I went into the shed, got no oil, right, for the mower. I look at the time, shops are closed, right? I've just spent like the entire afternoon putting this stupid mower together, which I didn't even do. Grace ended up doing it. And now I don't have oil to even start it. So I've literally then just pushed it into the shed and shut the doors and I couldn't do the mowing that day. It went on, it rained like four days in a row after that. So by the time I actually got to use the mower, the grass was like higher than me. And uh, so I was like super frustrated. But, but the, the thing about it is, is there's, there's nothing worse than, than doing a job or, 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 or completing something only to get to the end and find out that you missed something at the start, right? Or, or, or you finished a job and you're like, oh, like I needed oil. Right? If I had known that, I would have got oil when I got the mower, right? Like it's, 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 I'm super annoyed and it's, it's super frustrating when you get to the end and, and, and you missed it. You missed something and, and you think it's completed, but it's not. And, and, and I guess my, my heart today and my heart, my prayer for you this year is that we don't get to June and, and we miss the point. My heart for you today, for this year, is that we don't get to the end of the year and you miss it. You go, I was, I was coming to church, but oh, is, is, is that what God wants to do in my life? And, and we get to June or, and, and it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that God actually wants to use me. And I thought, and, and I don't want you to, to miss it. I want you to get to the end of your life and to look back and go, if only I had known what I know now, I would have done, I would have changed something back then, right? If I had known that I didn't have oil at home, I would have changed it. I would have got it while I was in town. And I don't want you to get to June, to the end of the year, to next year, to the end of your life and go, oh, is this who God is? I wish I had a known so I could have, I would have changed what I did and what I said and how I acted. I would have changed it back there. And so my heart for, 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 this, for this month and this whole series and today is that we would be intentional, that we would put Jesus first in our lives so that we wouldn't miss what He wants to do in us and around us. You know, I, I remember in, in youth ministry, you know, playing football in the backyard, you know, with our life group and stuff and and uh, we would, you know, we'd play State of Origin and, you know, we'd, the Queensland and the Blues and you'd pick your players and, you know, I'm JT and, you know, and I'm Paul Gallon. No one would choose Paul Gallon. No one wants to be him. But, um, you know, and, but we would choose these players and we'd put on like the jerseys and, and we would talk like them, you know, and we would act like them and we would play like them. And, and, but it's this, this idea that, you know, no matter how much you act like them and play like them, you're never going to beat them. And as much as you put a Queensland jersey on and you put a headgear on and now JT, you're deadly, but it doesn't make you, uh, uh, you know, rugby league national level, right? Just for putting a jersey on and pretending you're JT, okay? And, and, and for me, I, 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 the, the last thing I want for us, for us as a church is to put on a jersey, the, the Christian jersey, 
and tick the boxes and do everything that we're meant to do, but inside we're, we're dry, inside we're lost, inside we're dead because we really haven't grasped the hold of who God is. We, we haven't really in us to understand the, the, the love of God. We, we haven't really understood what God has done for us. And, and then after it all, we, we, we get to the end and we realize that we, we miss it. You know, in, in the book of Isaiah, God says that people draw, draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips while their hearts are far from me. And, and, and that's, my, that's my, uh, 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 my, my fear of the Lord is, God, I don't, I, don't, I don't want my heart to be far away from you. I don't want to just come to church and, 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 and coming to church is amazing. Praying is awesome. Reading the Word of God, best, right? Lifting our hands in worship, great. But, but what I'm saying is in the middle of that, sometimes we have to stop and be intentional and go, hey, where's my heart in the middle of this? And I think this time is, the start of the year is a great time to stop, be intentional and go, God, where am I, where am I really at? And so Jesus said, the greatest commandment, love God. The second is this, it's like it, to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And, and, and this is amazing, you know, Jesus, you know, he said this for a reason and, and I was thinking about this during the week. And isn't it funny that, that if, you, if you love God, right, and you do that well, and you really mean it and you're passionate about it and, and if you love others, if you love your neighbors as you love yourself, if you do that well and do it passionately and, and, and mean it, isn't it funny like that, that everything else flows from that? Right? Like even look at the Ten Commandments. It's like you don't even have to worry about that stuff because if you really love God and you really love others, everything else comes under that bracket. Right? Everything else sort of flows from that when we love God well and mean it and our heart's there and we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. It's kind of like this position where I'm not just praying because the pastor told me to pray in January and I better do it. Otherwise, you know, I, watch, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Uh, but, but all of a sudden when we love God, and we love others, right? It, 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 what flows out of that is I want to pray because I love God and I want to spend time with Him and I want to connect with Him. And so you, the, the, this praying is birthed out of loving God, right? And then not only that, but you want to pray for others. Why? Because you love others. You love your neighbor as you love yourself. And you're like, man, prayer works and prayer is awesome. And I want to stand with my friends and I want to stand with people. and I want to pray with them. So it's no longer a, 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 a chore. It's no longer something that I have to do, ticket off the box. But it's like, no, it's in me because I love God and I love others. Now we want to read the Word of God because, not, not because we have to, not because, you know, I better do it, but because I love God. And I want to know who He is. And I want to know His plans for me. And I want to know, what, what, you know what, what he could, how He could use me and, and what do people do before and how can I be encouraged in this? We, we want to read our Word of God. We want to read the Word of God because we want to not just pray for our friends, but we want to stand with them and say, hey, do you know God says this over your life? Hey, I know you're going through this, but did you know that, hey, this person, have you read this story? Have you read this scripture? And so we're not reading the Word out of, a, uh, out of, a, um, uh, out of obligation, but we're reading it because we love God and we love others. Isn't it amazing that when we love God and we do that well and we love others and we do it well, everything flows from that. And so Matthew twenty two thirty nine says that in the second is like it, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And so to, to finish off this morning, I want, to, uh, I want to focus on this because this month we've been talking about you, right? This month we've been talking about you. Uh, we've been intentional about you uh, and we need to invest in ourselves. To, to, to see God move in our lives, we need to be intentional about our personal walk with Christ. But to finish this month and to finish the series, I wanted to talk about others. 
I want to talk about how we are loving our neighbor, right? How are we really going with that, right? Because as Christians, it's really cool. We can, we make excuses like, uh, uh, a great one is I heard the other day, it's like we go up to people and we go, you're like, hey, how's, how's, how's Laura doing? Like, is she doing all right? Like, tell me what's, tell me what's going on in her life just so I can pray for her. And, you know, and, and I heard this the other day. I'm like, you don't want to pray for her. You just want to hear what's going on. And, you know, you just want, that, that's, you're just being nosy, right? That's called gossip, right? Like, like, and as Christians, we kind of cover it up with nice words, right? You know, it's like, like oh, the devil is always after me. It's like, no, that's just bad decisions you've made, right? As Christians, we're really good at pushing the blame on other things and covering it up with really nice Christianese words. And, and so uh, 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 this, today and this morning, I, I want to stop and ask ourselves, how are we going with loving our neighbor? Do we really believe that Jesus said that the first greatest commandment is to love God? But do you realize he said the second is close, is, is like it? That you would love your neighbor like you love yourself? How are we going with that? And so today and this morning, I, I want to focus on how we are going because, because there's power in love. Right? There's power in love. As we love God and we love others, it's so powerful. You know, John 13, 35 says that your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Right? What an amazing scripture. What, a, what, what, a, what one scripture, one statement that has so much weight and so much power. And I was just sitting on this during the week going, going we, we just have to love each other. And it proves to the world that we're believers. It proves to the world that we're his disciples. I'm like, that just seems too easy. Right? And then you stop and I was like, hey, how am I actually going with this? And you're like, oh, okay. Now I understand because loving others is kind of more difficult than it seems, right? Um, loving others isn't just like a, hey, how you going? Um, uh, right? It's, it's, it's difficult, right? It's difficult to, to, to do in a, in a world and a society around us that's so self-centered, that, that, that screams in your face, look after yourself first, uh, that screams in your face, it's all about you, and if, if, if they can't help you with it, then they're no good, you don't need them in your life. A, a world that's so self-centered. And, and it can be hard to love our neighbor as our love, love ourselves when, when this is being uh, you know, announced in the world around us. And, and we, we, we need to stop and ask ourselves, how are we doing with this? Do we really believe that this was the second greatest commandment that Jesus said? And, and, and I get that it's hard, right? I get that, that, that loving your neighbor as you love, I mean, look, there's, there's so many from the, the span of age groups just in this church, right? Age groups, backgrounds, history, culture, uh, uh, um, experiences. We've all had different highs, different lows, right? And I can't love them, Trav. They don't know what I've been through. Yeah, but you don't know what they've gone through, right? And, and so we, we, we get defensive and we put up walls and I'm like, I'll love my neighbor. I, let me just choose my neighbor, right? And, and when Jesus says, no, no, would you, would you dare to believe that Jesus came to love everyone and that people will know that we're believers. People will know we will prove to them that we are his disciples by how we love each other. I get that it's hard, right? I've got a friend in, uh, down south and we don't talk a whole, a, a whole lot. It's kind of just like when I'm down there, when he's up here, we chat. And, um, but he's a mate of mine. I've known him for a little while. And, um, and the, the difficult thing is that we have nothing in common, right? Like, that, I don't, that's rare. Like, I don't know. I've got a friend who we have zero interests, Right? Nothing. The only things we have in common is he's a guy and he goes to church. Right? Other than that, we, we have nothing in common. And I remember conversations with him. I'm like, oh, so like you, you, you follow sport? Like, do you like any sports? And he's like, nah. Nah, not really into sport. And I'm like, okay. And 
He's like, yeah, I kind of just go surfing. You know, surfing's my thing. He's like, do you surf? And I was like, nah. Don't really surf in Innisfail. And, you know, I was like, in my spare time, I generally just sort of go to gym, CrossFit. You do CrossFit? You know CrossFit? He's like, nah. Nah, I don't do CrossFit. He's, you know, in my spare time, I kind of, you know, just read books. And do you read books? And I was like, nope. I don't read books and, you know, and, and, and I was like, that's just boring to me. He's like, oh, yeah, it's boring. He's like, you know, when, when I travel, I like traveling. And so when I travel, I read books. He's like, have you traveled? And I was like, yeah, nah, like, no travel, no. Been to, you know, been to Townsville and stuff. But, you know, so it's, it's and I'm just like, we've had these conversations. We've had these conversations. And I'm just like, we have nothing in common. Like, it's hard, right? How am I supposed to love him? And I'm like, that conversation, how you going? Good. Hey, yep, good. Cool, like see you next year kind of thing. Like when we're, it's, it's, but we're good friends, but I understand that it's hard to love your neighbor, right? It's hard to love your neighbor as you love yourself when people have different interests, right? And like I said, it's so easy to choose our neighbors, but God doesn't say, hey, pick 12 and, and, and get close to them and love them. No, he says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, I get that it's, 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 it's busy, life's full, right? Life's full, life's busy, I get it. It can be hard to love them. It's like, oh, Trav, they don't, you know, they always just talk about, you know, surfing, and I hate surfing, and it's like, no, 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 but, but, but how are you loving them? How are we doing with that? I know you're busy, and, and I know that, but, but we need to learn to stop and to love our neighbor as, as we love ourselves. Um, yeah, I've, I've officially jumped on the bandwagon of, as a parent now, and, you, you know, every parent's going to just be like, yes, but, you know, you look at every, like, single or couple, you look at anyone without kids, and you're like, they don't know what busy is, you know? <laughs> wait until they have kids, yeah? I'm like, I'm on that bandwagon, right? I'm like, I'm just warning you, if I have that conversation and you don't have kids, it's gonna come up, right? So don't talk to me about busy if you, just warning you. Uh, but you know, I get that life's busy, right? We can be, and it's full and it's busy. And, 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 and what I wanna tell you is that in the, in, in the middle of busyness, in the middle of, of life being full, in the middle of someone not having the same interests as you, in the middle of someone being 50 years younger than you, in the middle of someone who, who works in a different industry than you, in the middle of someone that dresses different than you, there's power in loving your neighbor. In the middle of all that, right, there is no excuse. In the middle of all that, the, the power of love is still there and can still move in your lives. God's love isn't restricted to people who you like. God's love isn't restricted to people that you get along with. God says, hey, my love is so big and I want to work in you and through you and to reach people that don't have the same interests as you. That I'm calling you to love me and to love your neighbour as you love yourself. And so I've got this behind me because this just blew my mind, right? And I've got what left the greatest impact on humanity. What left the greatest impact on humanity? What is the biggest impact that affects your life today? Right? What is it? It's the love of God. It's God's love that has the greatest impact on your life today. It's God's love that He would send Jesus to the cross to take your place where you were meant to be, where you were meant to go. And Jesus says, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna die for you to make a way so you could spend eternity with my Father. Why? Because I love you. That's the power of love. That's the power of God's love. That it still impacts and still affects us even to this day. And, 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 and this morning, I want to encourage us, do you want to make an impact in your life? Do you want to make a great impact in the world around you? Because if you do, it begins with love. It begins with going, God, I love you. Not just I say it, not just uh, uh, I just uh, I think it, but no, God, I love you for who you are. 
and, and, and I choose to love others as my neighbors. If you choose to do those two things, you will see an impact. You will see God use you and change you to do a work in you and in the world around you. And I want to stress, I want to tell you this morning that loving your neighbor doesn't mean having the answer to every problem or every issue that they have, right? Loving your neighbor isn't uh, uh, going around in your workplace and asking every person with a notepad, going, hey, do you have any problems? Oh, yep, I can probably work on that. And then next person, and, and you don't go around in your whole family and ring up your second cousin and be like, hey, how's things going? You have a problem? Yep, I'm going to love you. I'm going to help you out here, right? Loving your neighbor isn't, isn't being the answer to every problem and every issue that's around your world. Right? When we look at what Jesus did, Jesus, or what Jesus did was that he looked, he looked through the lens of love to humanity. He looked at humanity and said, I love you all. And then what he did is he said, I'm gonna be aware of every person that comes in my contact. I'm gonna be aware of every person that's around my world. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait and wait on God and let God take me to someone or, or wait for God to bring someone to me. And I'm gonna be the answer to, to, to a person in a season where God's called me to be. Right? Loving your neighbor isn't going around answering every issue, but it's going, God, I'm aware of the world around me, just as Jesus did. And, and I'm going I'm to love everyone, but I'm going to wait, God, where are you calling me? Who can I help at the right time, at the right place, in the right season? God, I want to be the answer to the right person in the right area. Right? And that's how I want to love my neighbor, not burning myself out not seeing my spouse, not seeing my kids because I'm up at 10 o'clock on the phone and I'm, I'm, I'm driving here and I'm trying to help that person. No, no, God, I, I wanna live in your love and I wanna love my neighbour, but, but I wanna believe that who I can love, I wanna do effectively. That, that the ones that I do see, the ones that are calling, the ones that you're calling to me, I, I wanna love them well. I wanna be aware of what's going on around my life at all times looking through the lens of love and going, God, how can I love my neighbour? You know, I was talking to a, a, another friend um, this week and we were saying, uh, we were talking about this idea that Jesus understood the power of moments. Jesus had moments with people, right? We, we read the Gospels, they're, 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 they're a collection of moments that Jesus stopped and, and understood that, hey, this moment with this person, this moment with this family, this moment uh, with these teachers, this moment with this crowd, right? That, that I can impact their life, that I can mark them and, and, and leave something with them that will change their life. Jesus understood that I just need a moment, the power of moments, I just need a moment with them and, and to lead with love, to, 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 uh, to, to look through the lens of love and say, God, how can I be a good neighbour? How can I love this person as I love myself? And in the Bible, we just read time and time again, what is Jesus doing? He's just loving them. He's loving every person, every family, every crowd. It's in the moments that Jesus had. And, and, and I believe that it's an example for us. We're called to go out we're called to go out and have moments with the people around us. To lead with love, love our neighbour as we love ourselves. To lead from a place of, God, you love them. You love them more than, than, than I ever will, right? What an amazing, uh, what, what a crazy idea. I look at my, my little daughter and go, God, you love her more than I could ever love her. And I've had some debates with God. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I love her. But, you know, God, your love is so great. And, and so, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live a life where I'm aware of what's happening around me. I'm aware of what's happening in, in my church, in my family, 
my workplace, when I'm at the cafe, when I'm at gym, when I'm when I, at my sporting clubs. God, I'm going to be aware of my neighbours and, and, and I'm going to wait to go who you're calling to me or where you're calling me. And I want to have a moment with them to, to, to lead with love, to love them as I love myself and believe that, I could, that they would be marked by God marked by the love of God, that people would come to understand, people would come to know God's love through your actions. That as we love God and love others, as we understand the love of God, that so others would come to know the love of God as He works in us and through us. So I want to end with this, just a, a, a quote from Mother Teresa. She says this, she says, I'm a little pencil in the hand of a writing God who is sending a love letter to the world. God loves the world. God so loved the world that He gave. And it's through you and me, church. It's through you and me that your family will come to know the love of God. It's through you and me that your workplace will come to know the love of God. It's through you and me that people, that the world will know us, that we will prove to the world that we are His followers, that we are His disciples, that we are His believers. Why? because how we love. There's power in how we love. And I believe so strongly that Jesus didn't say this for nothing. And so if we would choose this year, God, to love you, first and foremost, God, I wanna love you with every ounce inside of me, with my heart, with my soul, with my mind. God, I love you, but I don't wanna stop there. God, I wanna love my neighbour. I wanna love those around me. I wanna love the world around me. Why? Because you love them. I want everyone to know the love of God that I've come to know. You know, just right now as we finish with with every eye closed,